Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's best eggs. Only Eggland's best hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Welcome. Uh, this this is the New Year episode. Uh, Happy New Year! Happy <laughs> New Year, everybody. I think this might go out on the 1st. Oh, what a lovely treat for everybody. I wonder if they'll be hungover. Well, I hope not. I hope not. Two brandies, off to bed. One brandy, large measure. Small cry. A small cry. <laughs> <laughs> Heating full blast. Face oil. Eye mask. Bed. Diazepam bed. <laughs> Marzipan dead. Um, Marzipan dead. Marzipan dead. That's horrible. Marzipan dead. What a way to go. What, oh, what, a, what a, a way to go. Although I like it, so I wouldn't mind. I it. love Marzipan. Death by mm. Marzipan. I think it would get quite sickly after a while, like a hot chocolate. Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, they've never turned that into like a latte in one of those coffee shops. Oh, they probably have. have they? haven't found it. Because mm. you always get a long black. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Simple. Simple charm. I've actually cut it down now. Double espresso. Uh, have you? I've given up coffee. Yeah, what's with that? I have trouble sleeping. Sure. You know, I have my, I call them the 3 a.m. press conferences. Yes. Where all the voices in my head gather at 3 a.m. to talk to me about what's going on in my life. And it can be, you know, it's just, you know, it's sometimes quite chilled stuff. Like, mm. did you lock the car? And then other times it's like, are you going to die alone? So they're quite. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're quite. Course. They're quite mixed. Quite mixed. And sure. so I went to the doctor because mm. I was worried about not sleeping. And I was like, I'm really, like I was getting about five hours a night. I was looking dreadful and so i went to the doc and i said what's up doc yeah. i need I, I need to get some more sleep yeah and so i've uh and she was like i mean have you cut out coffee and i was like oh i'm such an idiot do you have i it can't at... believe i didn't think to do that well do i have, have like two a day do you have it at night though in the afternoon mm, yeah it's not good anyway it? i've given it up it's really helped has it mm. i've got friends who don't have any caffeine and it's i think it's I still like it, but I think it's a bit of a myth of like, it wakes me up because it just gives you a burst of wake up. Yeah, and then you're I'm just... not sure. I don't know whether it's, um, is it called psychosomatic? Yeah. Psychosomatic. Etiquette Zame. Come play my game. Do you remember that song? It's by The Prodigy. I, I, I think you and I were quite different teenagers. Mm, I was going to say, what is The Prodigy? No, I do know what The Prodigy The Prodigy sang Spank My Bitch Up, is that right? Yes, yeah, your favourite song. Mm, of course, I want to play to my wedding. 
<laughs> First dance. Or that one where everyone dances got... with their mum. Um, no, the one where I walk up the aisle. <laughs> oh, lovely. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but so has it helped the coffee? Yeah, I think better. so. But, but it could be a placebo. No, but still, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I, I find. But I drink loads of tea, and then people will be like, "Well, actually, tea has more in." Oh, people ones, love doing but, that, don't they? Yeah, chamomile tea I had the other day. I mean, I, I've had it before, but I had it before bed, and it something about it just really livened you up. Yeah, no, it relaxed me. I had a lovely oh. night's sleep, and I was in a premiere in clang clang. She's a, doing. I'm doing fine. If I only choose the new rooms. How can you choose the new rooms? On the website or the app, which I have. <laughs> In the corner it says new rooms. The new rooms, Susie. They're to die for. To die for? You've got the Premierian app. Does it give you any sort of like, hmm? do you get any sort of special things? Do you get deals and things for the app? <sighs> no, actually. Or well, not that I'm aware of. Are you getting, no is there like a rating where you can like... Rate Earn points. Your favourite premiere in. Um, I don't think so. Um, I think anyone's going to a premiere in to have the experience of staying in a premiere. It's not like going to like the Dorchester for a night, is it? It's. I mean, as <laughs> listeners may be aware, I'm kind of obsessed with what I would like to call mid to upper range uh, high street brands. <laughs> and so, for example, is John Lewis mid to upper range? Yeah, I think it's more upper range. Do you know John Lewis is is traditionally um, a mid range brand? They've just got posh. They've just sort of become adopted by rich people. Tom, that's like you. Thank you. It's like me as a brand. Oh, Susie, just punched myself just in the face of the microphone. just punched myself in the face of the microphone if you heard that. With the, with the realisation of, um, of how, if I was represented as a department store, I would be John Lewis. But we've always known that because they have Le Creuset. And, and do they? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's, but I think traditionally they were like f- a bit for the people. For the peeps. I think so. I mean, they're not the co-op, which used to have a department store. The co-op used to have a department store? Yeah. Certain places still have it, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think with a co-op, you could pay for it in points or something. Or You know co-op. what points mean? Pets. And they mean prizes. And they mean prizes, yes. That's and correct. prizes mean money. And prizes mean money. It's cash for pets. Great. Like cash for gold. <laughs> How much can I get for this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, um... Premier Inn. Go on. They've, they've, the new rooms, they've gone a bit darker on the lighting, a bit darker on the... Which I imagine you love. Of, of course, I love it. Susie, Is it Maudlin? Yes, I'll be there. I'd love that, thank you. Also, really great shower. Really? A really great shower, yeah, in the one that's on the Leicester A50 services. Uh, A50 <laughs> services yeah. Were you there on your Todd? I mean, um, did you have tour support? I was there. I didn't with mean, did you have support. a gentleman caller? I did. Had a whiskey tart. Um, I was there with my tour support on that occasion, who was George Lewis. Oh, great comic! It's a great comic, great times. Lovely he... boy. Did they have a bar? No. So that's when we had the chamomile tea. Sure, sure. But that was very nice. And George said, "Oh, they have such nice beds. I always sleep so well." And I was like, "Yeah, they do." And yeah, they did. Really nice beds. It's... Great time, so pleased for you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Well was, done, you. Yeah, it was really great. I was really pleased with it. Great telly. Love it. <laughs> Love Would you it. like to live in a hotel? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Who was John Hurt that lived in a hotel for the final years of his life? Maybe, I always think Elaine Stritch did, but I don't know if that's true. I thought she lived at the Savoy for a time. Talking of Elaine's, you know who was in the pantomime at the Palladium this year? Yeah. Elaine Page. Yeah, did you see it? No, did you? No. Well, of course we didn't go together. Of course. We should have. Because Julie and Clary, I mean, what a camper thing. What a 
What a gay day. What a gay day, dear. Well, I, I bet that would be quite an occasion. I what, would imagine so. Yeah. Is it Snow White? I think so, yes. Yes. Is Snow White the one where she goes to sleep? No, it's where she has all the friends. Oh, I think, no, no. I think it's Sleeping Beauty, and that is the one where she goes to sleep. And that's, someone was pointing out to me the other day. Date rape. She's asleep. No, Susie, they weren't pointing that out. She's asleep. They kiss her on the mouth. It's weird. It is a bit weird. That wasn't what I was going to say. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say it's quite, um, it's quite. Have I ruined it? Kind of now sorry. for everybody. Um, sorry, no, sorry, I say team. it's quite boring, they said, because she's asleep the whole time. She's just asleep for the whole show. So you're not really getting a story about someone. But then they kiss her and she wakes up and then she meets a prince. The right person has to kiss her. How many fellas have kissed her face before that one? We're just focusing on that story. I don't know. What is the moral of the story as well? They always have Kiss like... sleeping women. <laughs> it can't be that. I don't think it is. You're right. It's prob- no, I don't know. Love, good outweighing evil. There's probably a prince and a baddie. But are they Grimm's fairy tales? Are they, they're all like... A lot of these fairy tales are quite horrific, I think, if you read them. Yeah, they're really... I mean, Hansel and Gretel is horrible. Horrible. They're boiled by a witch in the yeah. woods. Do they get out alive? Um, do they push her in the cauldron in the end? They push her in the cauldron in the end. But they're kept in like cages aren't they that's right it's they're kept in cages hanging from the ceiling yeah. and, she, and, and the whole time she's telling them that she's going to eat them yeah is she fattening them up to eat them or something yeah and then and then similarly what's the other one frozen apparently um do you want to build a snowman yeah there's no there's no like endearingly um bucktooth snowman in the original Danish story. Oh, is there not? What is this original story? I th- well, I don't know. My Danish friend said to me uh, that apparently she's in agony every time she turns something to kill. It really pains her and she can't walk because it pains her feet hey. so much. It's, she doesn't... It's a bit strange story that she's just like living up in the woods in a big ice palace of her own creation. That sounds kind of great. But it's like it's supposed <laughs> it's to be kind tortured. of what you're doing metaphorically. That's why I think it's so popular. Because I think Frozen has a big gay uh, allegory with it. I mean, but a yeah. lot of also lovely use of allegory. Never heard it before. Thought it was know. a girl's name. Um, I mean, alleg- allegory. <laughs> I'm thinking of Allegra, uh. um, <laughs> and I guess we all are now. Um, yeah. I was thinking. Of, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't really know Frozen, but I think quite a lot of gays like. Never seen musicals. Never no, seen Frozen. I've got it on DVD at home. Just waiting for the right uh, occasion. watch it, Susie. It's a great. If you're listening to this on New Year's Day. Go get your Frozen DVDs out. Go and get your Frozen out. It is a lovely... And I think because it's about... She's got this power that she has to keep secret. And then... Very gay. They find out... Yeah. And they find... And then she has to... She runs away. And she's like, that's when she does let it go. And she's all like trying to be like all powerful to try and... Have we mentioned this before in the podcast about Beauty and the Beast? Oh, what's that? Is that about... I think it's about bears. (laughs) No, I think there was... Now. Oh, I should redo my research on this before I talk about it. There were, I remember talking to someone who worked at Disney and they said that a lot of the stuff, the, the guy that wrote the music for it mm. was a gay guy with HIV and a lot right. of it was about the fact that he had to be like kept away, like mobs were being awful to him. Oh. He had this secret rose that he had to keep oh. alive. And mm. that I mean, I'm that. not sure how Belle fits into that. But there was certainly... There was <laughs> What's cert- she got there was, to do with it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was his female friend. His chatty female just, friend. Of course. She was his like-minded friend. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah. No, that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, I suppose that uh, fits uh, for that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But that, but it was it was sort of... Uh, there was 
part of it that was about the guy that wrote the music. That, oh. that sort of his struggle was sort of in the the beast as well. They wanted Probably to put that stuff in there. Probably going, um, the person who wrote the music was my dad. His name's Stephen. And he's not gay. And that's not, not true. And he's not gay. And yeah. Well, I'm very sorry, Stephen, if that's the case. But I think <laughs> I'm right. In most things. Was What has Angela Lansbury got to do with that then? Uh, she was <laughs> the... She, she once was a teapot. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. Previous to Murder, she wrote. <laughs> she actually lived as a teapot. She lived oh, as a teapot. Chip. Oh, Chip. Get into the cupboard with your brothers and sisters. <laughs> Is that what she says? Yeah. Oh, I should watch that again, actually. I love it's that great, one. Really. We went to see it at the movies. And then... The movies! Yeah, it was like... An, and I suppose as it was for a lot of people. We've taken my brother and I. We take him to see. We saw Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Never saw The Lion King. It's very sad. interesting. But we did see Beauty and the Beast on stage. It's a great film. A great and a great and, um, a, great, and a great show. Sorry, great stage show. Yeah, it's a really good stage show. Yeah, I cried. But I Tom, let's not, not make out like that's a hard thing to make you let's, do. <laughs> let's not make out that doesn't happen every day. Um, but um, sorry, I'm playing with my. You play with your lead, aren't you? Uh, clip. It was very important. I put the mm, P on the end of that. Play with the clip of my microphone. Sorry. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it's a great show. Although I've always thought it'd be really mm. funny if you rang your mum and dad and you were like, I've got a role in the Beauty and the Beast stage production. They were like, oh, my God, are you the Beast? No. Are you Gaston? No. Are you Gaston's friend? No. I'm the rug. No, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, there's some funny things in it. I'm uh, a knife. <laughs> in Be Our Guest. Oh, what a fun song to do there. But, but yeah, I mean, also, again, maybe uh, a nod to my maudlin ways, I prefer him when he's a beast. Yeah, but you like bears. Yeah, true. Guys, you know the PA box. Guys, right in. I'd um, love to go out with your hairy brother. <laughs> um, so what we were going to say, <laughs> what we were going to talk about was... What was it, Susie? It's about inclusion. Inclusion. Or rather exclusion. So we had an email mm. from a dear like-minded friend. Dear, dear um, friend. And I, we, should, we shouldn't mention their name, uh, but thank you, you know who you are, uh, about the fact that sometimes they feel excluded by the gay community. Yes. They maybe feel like the beast. Sure. Well, sure. that is it. It's perfect. Thank you. Oh, my God, that was really good. Was really, like, guys, really good. should we have a moment? Listen, Listen to, to that, that again. Oh, my God. Um, really great. The... Yeah. Yes, I think it is hard to feel included. And I think she was saying that she's bi and that she feels like she's not necessarily accepted by... I don't, is there a straight community? I mean, isn't it just the world? Yeah, it's just the world. It's I just think. the world. But to feel like you're not necessarily... If you don't exactly fit into gay or straight... And I guess it's it must be really um, a bit of a minefield as well for trans people as well that might be gay or straight or... Yeah. or I think it's quite difficult to be... To, to yeah. I don't know. I felt that I'm not included before, and she said that she knows that we mentioned this before on a podcast, but she'd love to hear more about our Ooh, thoughts yeah. around exclusion yeah. or how to feel more included within the gay community. Well, I suppose it's it's one of those things that uh, we feel included, like the edge of community when we say like say yeah. straight community. Yeah. It, what what would that what is that? I suppose we feel most included when we sort of see ourselves reflected a bit. Yes. Um. And even though it's a bit narcissistic, I suppose, like, I need to see myself everywhere I go, which I do. But, and he takes um, a mirror. I, that's why I take a mirror. And that is why I'm the Wicked Witch. But the, is it, oh, no, the, anyway, anyway, um, the, who what? is that character who's got the mirror? Who's the fairest of them all? The Queen. Mirror, yeah, that's the Queen in um, Alice in Wonderland, I think. No, isn't it Snow White? 
Or... Mirror, mirror on the wall, whose mirror's on the wall? No, I think that's... Isn't it, it's like Sleeping Beauty or something, isn't it? And then that's why she puts her to sleep. She dresses up as a witch and gives her an apple. Uh, that happens in all fairy tales. Does it? Yeah, they all have an apple. Oh. Well, the beast had a... Had a um, Rose. Just... The, the lady said to him, the, 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 the hag comes to the door and says, here's a rose. For this rose, will you let me take shelter for the night? And he does. And No, he banishes her. He says, no, she's like an old hag. Oh, and then an old fag hag. She's an old fag hag. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, yeah, and then we, we see her go up into the air and she... Rose does have a different double meaning. Does it? Okay, I'm not going to tell you what it is. If the listeners know what I'm talking about. Oh, I think I do. I mean, it certainly changes Citizen Kane. If you watch that film. Anyway, this is all got too cryptic. This is but, all very cryptic. But when, you know, in that way that gays and people <laughs> go on, love to talk about rude things. Yeah. When it's one of those things that once. I think you, it was Snow White. Googled I think it? you were right. It was Snow White. So I thought it was. With the rose. Oh, no. No, it's with Mirror Mirror <clears> on the Wall. Yeah. Because Snow White is the fairest of them all, of course. Yeah. And she hangs out with the seven dwarfs. Fag hag. She is a fa- Everything is about fag hags today. Love it. Big fan. Inclusion. Inclusion. <laughs> um, inclusion. The So, anyway, the... Um, yes. I, th- I think we feel when we're, when we're most reflected. So I think it is sometimes difficult if you're not surrounded by people who are like you yeah. to sometimes feel included. And I think you sometimes can feel... Like, it's nice if people are obviously accepting. Of course, that's lovely. Yes, of course. And we should all accept each other, but... Seeing someone that is also like you is it's very important. Really powerful. Yeah. When I was on that gay cruise. The cruise. Thank you. They, everyone was, um, it was a really like profound feeling I had of just like, oh yeah, like everybody around me is the same, same sex me. and holding hands. and Yeah, that's great. It's not a thing. Whereas still like now, if I see two people of the same sex holding hands, I'm like, oh, they're brave. Yeah, like, I, I, why I, are I, they in a relationship and not me? I, I, I sometimes think brave. that about, I, I hold hands. With girls. Uh, girl. Just one. Never two. Um, otherwise it's like a clothesline, isn't it? Otherwise, otherwise it's like we're on our way to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll hold hands in public. But I always think it's a bit more brave when boys do it. I always notice it a bit more, I think. I'm like, oh, well yeah, done, boys. But I think like we live in London, so it's very cosmopolitan. Yeah. Although but... I had a bit of homophobia in Portsmouth the other day. I was holding hands. Did you see? And this woman looked at us and went, disgusting. Did she? Yeah. You're like... Love, your hair's disgusting. Your face is disgusting. Did Fuck you, you. Her? No, I just gave her a look and was like... I, I, I looked at her and I went, I don't even... I'm not even going to pretend I care what you think. What did she look like? I a mean, bitch. I know, <laughs> why is that such a, like... I'm like, let's take her apart. <laughs> yeah, she, was, uh, like, she was like an older... <clears throat> I would say she wouldn't be out of place in EastEnders. Oh, a bit scrubbed. You know, mm. fag in hand. Was she? Tutting at us. Tutting at you. Thought, I'm on my vape now, love. I'm above yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I'm not above anyone, but I'm above homophobes. Thank you. Goodbye. Cheers, love. But, but, but that is, you should have said that. Well, at least I vape. At least I vape. And I'm happy-ish. Well, is anyone happy, really? Did she carry on walking or did she stop and stare? No, she carried on walking. She went disgusting. <gasps> did she? Yeah, it's horrible, isn't so it? so painful, isn't it, when those things happen? Well, I keep... I said this on stage the other night. I was doing some new material for the for, sort of for the new show, it, yeah. and um, and I'm really bored of talking about homophobia on stage 
but mm. it keeps happening in my life. Then like, I have to respond. Yeah, yeah. I think as well if you're in a relationship, actually, you. I'm just surmising this, but I imagine that actually you're open to a bit more because and I think holding if you're hands, someone that's spending like, a lot of time together, or like you're out on Twitter, or you're out sure. in your job, yeah. like we are. Like I just tweeted about, like Richard Hammond did a thing a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did saw, you see about this? I saw that. So first of all, last year he said that ice cream was gay. Is did you see this? Not? He wouldn't eat ice cream until the ice cream would go out with me. I think ice cream would go out with you. Yeah, the sure. mint one. Mm. Mm, I don't actually. Well, you, I bet you like pistachio or something. I like beards. Sure. Okay. Um, but I like pistachio. Do you mean like a wife? Because I think I could be your beard. Do you oh, think in the yeah. 20s we would have had a lavender marriage? Susie, you've asked me this several times and I've always said no. Yes. I mean, yes. I've always said it's yes. It's because I want to marry you. <laughs> Susie. <laughs> this yeah. is a proposal. And we'll have children. There'll be ice creams. Ice cream children. Lovely. So Rich Hammond said ice cream was gay. Rich Hammond yeah. said ice cream was gay. Prick. Then he said on yeah. daytime TV, and I don't know what it was on, like Good Morning Britain or whatever the fuck it was, but he was <laughs> like, "I don't, I don't understand the reason people feel the need to come out." Well, Richard, I mean, well, firstly, so many questions. So many. That's not. It's not your place to decide. Exactly. And nor is it anyone's place ever. Like, mm. no one should ever be outed, and no one should ever like people should come out when they want to come out. Yeah. I mean. I do think if you're in the public eye, you should come out. Sure. Which is my opinion, because I think <clears throat> that had there been more out people when I was growing up, I would have found it yeah. um, far easier. And that anyone that is gay knows that it feels completely natural for them. Sure. And therefore that is sure. normalising it for everybody. Well, and that's a great probably, thing. Yeah, for a lot of those, a lot of people during that time... I suppose it was a lot harder. I guess. Yes. Oh, so absolutely. I'm not. Ju- a lot of no them wouldn't have had a career. Like we just wouldn't have seen. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Out, probably. Absolutely. Um, no. no. There's no judgment there. But that's you know. I I yeah, think it is my yeah. yeah it's duty it's nice if people can out. come out. Yeah. yeah. It's, I like I like to be out. Yes. A lot of gay people would prefer it if I wasn't. But, <laughs> but he doesn't understand why gay people they need to come out. And so I just tweeted very casual, no malice meant. Mm, you know, very just, laid back, yeah, not yeah. argumentatively. Sure, Straight nice. prick tells gay people how to feel. Yeah. Oh, with right. a screen grab of his article about it, yeah. or his thing about it, mm. and um, oh, you got response, did you? Oh God. Well, well, my dear friend Big Tom D, who is who's Big Tom D? Tom Davis, Big Tom D. Tom Davis, Big Tom D. Murder and Successful. Oh, he retweeted it, and he's oh. sort of a bit famous, so. and he's also a bit famous with um. Like, he does football stuff, and he does... I think a lot of bloke, bloke, blokes follow mm, him. Sure. So some bloke, bloke, blokes got in touch with me. Yeah. To say, I don't think people need to come out. I think he's right. And so I tweeted back at all of them, are you gay? Yeah. And they all said no. And I was like, well, then your opinion on this is invalid. Well, it's... I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it, of like... I mean, firstly, I chose to ignore that whole um, Rich Tumman thing. Yeah, I was because, feeling argumentative. Yeah, yeah, and no, we all get like it. But I think I felt like with a lot of those sort of th- experiences, they're often like, I just especially with like, if they're, they, he's sort of making a brand, like the whole Top Gear brand is very much about like alpha, masculine, yeah, whatever blokey yeah. kind of sort of sense of ignorance. And I thought like, oh, I just don't care about you. What you think, what absolutely. You think. So I just sort of thought rather than, engaging with it i i sort of i do I'm agree not, with you but at um, the same time like oh 
It's weird. You don't know how many young people are watching that. Yeah. Already feeling ashamed and well, then having yeah. someone go, well, it doesn't matter. Exactly. You and don't think, matter. Like coming out is a complicated thing as well. Yeah. For a lot of people. And I think it's a, a strange thing. And I, th- I know there's plenty of gay people who are like, I don't see why I should have to come out. Or, oh, absolutely. I, just, I think you can see yourself. But, um, but, but not. I'm not saying that to be like, so Richard Hammond was right. I don't think he was. I think it's just that thing, like you say, it's coming from a straight person kind of going, I don't think it's meant with the sense. I don't. I don't think his intention in saying that was going. Why can't we live in a world where people don't need to come out? We just accept everybody. Yeah. I think he's just saying. I don't. Why like do people it. make a fuss about why it? Why don't stop making a fuss about it? Yeah, and 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 that's sort of inherently like. And then he was like, I go to dinner parties with gay people, and they don't feel the need to come out. And you're like, don't do that thing where it's like, well, I know gay people, so I can say this. Also, if you're at a dinner party with gay, people, the reason you know they're gay is because they came out. Yeah. So maybe go back to that dinner party, Richard. Also, yes. what was what was being said at that dinner party? I don't know. I imagine. Engines and yeah. cogs. I imagine. I wonder how the napkins were folded. Probably not very well. I wonder what was for dessert. I hope it wasn't ice cream. <laughs> anyway, feeling excluded. Well, I think this sort of comes into it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's about being visible and being, mm. Mm. you know, feeling that you can be yourself within the community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I only say it's like, I think it's hard for some people in that, I think a lot of th- factors contribute to how we feel about ourselves, don't they, I suppose? Yeah. Like, and I think it is. I'm not like I say. I'm not trying to say. Yeah, Richard Hammond. That's completely correct. No, no. Opposite, I think but, it's good to sort of um, see it. For, I think it's you know, if someone's listening and they're not out at work, saying like, we're yeah, not that's suggesting what I was thinking. Like, that if you, like, you have to come out. No, God, no, of course not. But I think if you're in a position where you can, if you're in a position where you've you got can, a nice life I think and if, you've yeah. got, yeah, you know, that, I was like, thank God Barry Manilow came out. I was like, thank you, Barry. Yeah. We've all known it for years. You've yeah. confirmed it. I'm sure it's nice for your partner as well. Yeah. Yeah. Scores of people across the world have been sort of heartened by it. Yeah. Like, you know, I love that Sam Smith's out. I love that he... The first person to come out, he was. Was he? The first gay person to come out. Ever? Mm-hmm. So good. Well done, Sam. Well done, Sam. But I sort of love in his songs that he references that it's a male person. Does he? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's he that I love. And all, all that Sam. sort of thing. And I think that's... I don't know. I, you know, there are very few songs that a gay person can listen to yeah, without sort like of like Rufus Wainwright, I like Rufus Wainwright for that. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things, isn't it? That I just I mad, I remember feeling as a teenager like I'm never going to come out, and I think sure because I'd internalised a lot of homophobia, and I think it's worth being oh, aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think that's why uh, it's important that we acknowledge everybody's life experience. I suppose like every yeah, gay person. Right. Not I'm not talking about Richard, I'm talking about gay people. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, um, queer people, and that we kind of go for them. Basically, what we're saying is, if you're not out, we're not judging you. <laughs> we're yeah. not saying, yeah, 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 come no, out, no. come out wherever you are. I'm just, I just think that it's, it's not the place of someone that has never had to deal with the fucking horror absolutely, show yeah. of deciding no, yeah, to come absolutely. out well, I don't think to decide going... whether you can <clears throat> or not, and to, and sort of lessen it somehow by saying, I don't know why you have felt the need to do this. It's like, um, it takes a lot of bravery, even yeah. like you know, last week I was talking about that gig in Aberdeen, yeah, that like horrid gig, and I was like, oh, I. They weren't homophobic at all. That was me projecting onto the audience completely. But there is that thing of going, I'm about to stand out on stage in front of 180 quite drunk people. No one in the room... Anyway, I know, I'm, not, I'm, not got, I'm not saying that I have the best gay tar in the world, but no one was... There was yeah, no sure. one that was obviously out or obviously yeah. gay. It was a very yeah. straight, masculine environment. Yeah. And... Which is actually a lot of gay people's types. Yeah, um, I've had a lot of dreams about that. Um, and I thought, you know, I now have to go out on stage and... And I'm being a gay woman. And mm. I think that it does take an element of strength to be able to do that, to know that you might get heckled or you might get yeah. 
you yeah. know, verbal well, I've realised as well, like, oh, I, I have I have checked with myself at times that I'm not... Sometimes people are like, why do you have to talk about being gay um, on stuff? And I'm like, well, the thing is, if I don't mention it, you'll be like, is this guy gay or what? Totally. Like, I'm generalising there. Some people will be like... Completely and I think, agree. And I, I sometimes found myself going, well, I, I, I hope I've never been, like, apologising, but I've always been, like, feeling like I have to explain myself to people. No, not at go, all. I think you're like, absolutely right. I think that, you know, occasionally we... Not myself. Explain how I fit in, I suppose. Yeah. Sorry. But I think, like, audiences sort of like that. You go, this is who I am. Yeah. And you're going to be in my company for the next little while. Well, I've so, always tried to be, like, this is... Yeah, sort of part of me. Try and try to be like a positive person because I think the people I looked up to the the most are the people who don't. It's not like a simplistic thing of like I'm gay, that's it. But um, who are like, hey, I'm gay. I'm lots of things, but I'm also gay. Totally, and I'm I'm okay with that. Sometimes uh, that's been difficult because of what because of social factors or experiences I've had, but. Um, but sort of acknowledge the complexity, I suppose, of it. Yeah, of and I course. Think like, uh... I'm gay, but I'm also an accountant that likes golf and that does this and yeah, does that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's just important to, I guess, to, like, respect everyone's journey. Yeah. What do you think is, like, what that Rich Hammond thing is not doing? Well, I think as soon as you're saying, I don't know why people feel the need to come out. Yeah, it's very dismissive. That language as well. The need. Like, firstly, you know, originally what I was saying about, like, you know, I do like it when people come out. I feel sort of heartened by it. Yeah. But I think that saying... So, and also not everybody has to. It's a bit of a minefield, this one, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but I think that, I think in some way, if you're saying, I don't want people for the need to come out, for all those that have come out, and it has been a struggle, you know, if even going back and looking at people like Billie Jean King or Martin Navratilova, or people that came out and it was like, or Ellen, or I'm just using women, but you know. I was going to say, hang on a second. Hang, yeah. hang on. Uh, Martin but, Navratilova, yeah. But like, you know, people we that... We should do an like, episode you know, just about Martina Navratilova, by the way. I would love to interview her. I would her. love to do that. Oh, my God. Do you think she'll come out? Probably not, no. Martina, if you're listening. Do write in. Do write in. You know the peer box. Um, but it was, yeah, like so brave to come out. And I think... Or like, you know, even like Sam Smith or people that are nowadays out. Or like you or I or whoever. You know, it's, mm, it's a real mm. big decision to go, I'm yeah. going to get shit off homophobes for doing this. But it's important for me to live yeah. as I am and be myself. Well, I got to the point with... And coming, not hide it. And I got, Well, I got to the point where I was like, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And I just didn't want to be like, oh, actually, I don't want, I don't want to be like sort of in, my, in, in the winter of my life, looking back and going... In the winter of discontent. Which probably will be discontent or in, incontinent. But... Um, <laughs> but Probably both, but uh, I don't want to be looking back going, oh, I wish I'd done, I wish I'd lived my life to the full, I wish I'd lived a happy life. Totally. And um, and so I, I thought, well, and also why should I let other people or that, that sort of... Dictate actually, what I do. It, it felt very much at that time like it was the voice inside my my head going, why should I let that voice control me and make my life miserable, actually? Why don't I try and just have a happy life? And I think that's all anybody's trying to do, isn't it? That, you know, most of the time. And, um, and I, I think that for me as well, like when I first came out, I didn't come out. I think some people particularly straights, think that coming out is like some big, like, throw a party. Yeah. And or like, like you do it once. The what, sorry? Like you do it once and everyone knows. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Whereas actually, in reality, my experience was um, was just to sort of start talking about fancying guys. Yeah, totally. And then I did have to tell my parents in a more formal way because I don't think that would have been... Of course, I'm which we've all done. I'm theatrical people. <laughs> 
and I, I felt very included. But st- still, I think you have to f- work to find that place where you feel included. Absolutely. It takes time. I, yeah, absolutely. It took me a really long time. And still, some days I don't. And some days I do. Yeah. And I think having friends that are like you can be really helpful. And on that, uh, we've had quite a lot of emails recently from uh, some of our younger listeners. Uh, it's always great to hear from you. And um, okay. some of them mentioned not having a community or feeling like they were mm. sort of searching for one. And just maybe it's worth noting, um, Stonewall, who are an amazing charity that I um, do some bits and pieces with throughout the year, um, they do a young leadership program. And I think wow. it's, I think you can be from anywhere across the country. Um, and it's... Um, it's a bit, it's about sort of being a, a young leader within the gay community, and it, I, it has been. I think it would be a really great way to meet other people like yourself, or to um, to feel that there's a connection, or to to learn more about a charity like Stonewall. And you can find out all their information. Just Google it, Stonewall, and then the young leadership thing is is quite easy to find on their website. But they do some really great work, and it may be potentially if you are someone that feels like a bit of outsider or like there's not a community near you sure. because of stuff like the internet now maybe you could reach out in that way and just mm. feel i don't know a little bit more connected a little, little bit more closer yeah. to the the kind of community that you'd like to create for yourself so one difficult day. to meet people i think yeah and uh yeah i think like it's it's really i even find it now as a 34 yes guys 34 and a half year old man i um i still find like a lot of our meeting of other people is through uh, bars. Yep. So encouraging us to be inebriated. Yep. Or through uh, apps, which I really like, actually, and I've found a lot of comfort in, but they're often quite, they'll, they give the sense of, like, impatience. That's, Absolutely, yeah. And actually, and like, uh, sometimes people on those apps can sort of sustain that sense of, like, you know, now, I want something now, I just want right now. Totally, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Um, and actually, for me, I'm just sort of only just realizing this now is that I it takes it takes time and it takes effort to kind of go. Oh, actually, maybe I could join that totally you know, gay yeah, hurling group or whatever. Absolutely, um, I think that that's the thing. I think if you look for sort of you know communities within your area or, or yeah, you know, certainly London, Brighton, Manchester, all those places. Yeah. But I think maybe sort of more out in the sticks. Tunbridge Wells, I understand, has a quarterly gay night. We were told they have a quarterly gay night in Tunbridge Wells, mm-hmm. for example. For example, um, yeah. but yeah, I think that's. And I think like don't don't be put off if you don't find the community straight away because yes. I feel like it took me a long time. Yeah, to feel absolutely. My whole twenties, I felt like I didn't find it really. Yeah, I feel very similar to that. And I think finding a friend, you know, like us having each other, yeah, and us both being gay, I think has been. You know, we didn't meet each other until we were in our mid twenties. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. you're you're always four years older. Um, but <laughs> Early thirties, probably. So yeah, no, I think yeah, I must have been in my. Early twenties. You must have been in your late uh, late forties. Late forties. Uh, but I think uh, that's the thing. Like, it's, <laughs> if it doesn't happen immediately, don't worry. Don't lose hope. There yeah. are there are those communities out there, and there are those gay friends out there that you yeah. will meet. Um, and there are supportive people. I think I always maintain that I think there are more nice people than there are. Horrible I think people. so too. And people will be like, um, I don't know. I think the more you feel, well, I don't know. Maybe this isn't true in some places, but I've. If we can be ourselves as much as possible, then actually people tend to go, oh, okay. oh, I respect that. Yeah, totally agree. Most of the time. But, of course, some people have talked to be cautious in those environments. So Absolutely, I also yeah. understand that. So um, well, we are with you. But keep searching and keep looking. And the, this is our and happy new queer. Happy new queer to everybody. Um, I hope you have had a very nice time. I hope that you're 
If you did start listening with a hangover, I hope that you didn't have to pause to go and vomit. Uh, maybe you just carried on vomiting during this whole oh, thing. Maybe we helped, who knows? Get it out. But Get have, it out. Get it out. Have, you know. You feel better. Have a cup of tea. Make yourself feel better. Yeah, try and drink some water if you can. Yeah, maybe have some dry toast, mm. some ginger biscuits. Oh, does that work for you? Mm-hmm. Ginger's very good, isn't it? For nausea. Oh. Oh. Um, and join us again on Like Minded Friends. Please As do. ever, we do the pluggy bit at the end. Yes. Tom's out on tour. He's just got a run at the Soho Theatre in April. You can find everything in tomindeed.com. Yes, I've got dates all around the country. Um, yes, do come along. And Susie is doing a tour, and she's doing dates at Soho Theatre in March. And details of that can be found at susieruffle.com. Absolutely. You can both. You can always find us on Twitter or Instagram yes. or Facebook. Even Facebook. And you can also get in touch with us. Ready for the long email, guys. Mm. Chat to like-minded friends at gmail.com. That's mm. chat to like-minded friends at gmail.com. We always read them. We always love to receive them. We try to respond to all of them. Uh, we love that you listen. And uh, we hope that you we have maybe brightened up your day a little bit. We hope so. Or made you feel less Or made you hungover. feel less hungover. Um, yeah. But we'll join you again in a couple of weeks or in a week and a half. Mm. How do we do it? Every mm. other week. We'll join you in a bit. We'll join you in a bit. Thank you for listening. To like-minded friends. To like-minded friends. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 b